Welcome to Try, Try Again with Catherine Velez, a podcast dedicated to relationships, the one with yourself and others. Why is it so hard to say goodbye? Even when we're anticipating it, even when we know it's time or that we should say goodbye. Cocktail parties where we try to sneak out without saying goodbye to angrily ending a relationship without a healthy and respectful resolution, to the death of a loved one without healthy mourning or allowing ourselves to grieve. Goodbyes are hard because they're almost always the end of something. They often happen as a part of change and most of us humans do not like change. Given the fact that for many of us, goodbyes can be awkward and uncomfortable, why is it really so important and very necessary to do? Well, first, a 2002 study and journal article entitled Saying Goodbye and Saying It Well states that goodbyes are important because they provide an opportunity to attribute and express meaning to the relationship and they're associated with positive affect and less experienced regret. Goodbyes also provide an easier transition to the next phase of life or change that is usually indicative of an ending or a goodbye. And second, our lives are filled with goodbyes. One of the best books on loss is entitled Necessary Losses by Judith Forst. She recounts the number of losses, large and small, in the typical human life. She begins with our very first attachment in utero to our mothers. Mother is everything, environment, light, nurture. We are one with mother in a way that we will never be again with another human being. Our first experienced loss of being pulled from another into a world where everything is different, including breathing and eating and touch and sound. And if you think about what the birth process must be like for a little one, from their perspective, it can seem overwhelming. Our lives at birth begin with loss. Children are often very good at saying goodbyes. I remember I was training in the nature of loss and grieving when we had to put down our beloved St. Bernard dog because she was suffering. And I remember struggling with how to explain this to my children, particularly my youngest. Our wonderful vet came to our home to do this, and it was such a tremendous gift, especially with a 150-pound dog. But it also allowed my husband and son and daughter and I to sit around our dog and talk about her. And my daughter, who was about nine at the time, had written a letter that she read out loud. And I realized that in that letter, she had encompassed quite naturally on her own the elements of a healthy goodbye. She expressed what she had learned from our dog and what she appreciated. She was able to talk about what she would miss. She also expressed regret and apologized for not taking the dog on more walks. And then she expressed her love and what she wished for her dog in heaven. The past, present, and future. What was learned and appreciated, what would be missed, 
what she wished she had done differently, ending with love and wishes for the future, all elements of a healthy goodbye in a two-paragraph letter. If we're not already naturally good at goodbyes, can we get good? Yes, and like everything else, it comes with practice. There are many ways to participate in a healthy goodbye. Think for a moment about your most difficult goodbye. How about your most loving, most meaningful goodbye? Maybe they were same, but maybe they were different. And why were they different? If you avoid goodbyes, or if you have not allowed yourself to mourn a loss or losses in your life, consider why. It may help to read books like Necessary Losses. It might be helpful to write a letter to someone whom you never said goodbye and regretted. It might also be helpful to talk to a therapist and explore what's behind the struggle with goodbyes. Examining of this can be extremely helpful as you process the loss. When I talk about detachment in our time together, I'm not talking about unhealthy emotional detachment. I'm talking about healthy detachment, the kind of detachment you read and see in most major religions, including Christianity and Zen Buddhism, the kind of detachment that allows us to have healthy goodbyes and recognize loss and love and the impermanence of all things in this earthly world, including the people we love. Healthy detachment helps you become more present in your life and relationships, not less. When we can learn to attach in a healthy way and detach in a healthy way, we're much better served emotionally and relationally. When my father passed, I grieved for a long time. In some ways, I still grieve the loss of my father, and I anticipate I always will. Even though my belief system is I will experience my father again in whatever the next life brings, and I still talk to him at times as if he is metaphysically or spiritually present, there was still an ending of my father's visible presence here on this planet with me. My faith brought me great comfort, but it did not alleviate my pain or regret or sadness at not having my father here with me. I still had to say goodbye in this world. To the extent possible, we need to try not to avoid or put off saying goodbye. And with that in mind, on this, my 50th episode, I chose the topic of healthy goodbyes in order to say goodbye. I began this podcast during the heart of COVID as a way of being able to get information to clients and people during a time when we were not seeing one another. I thought this podcast would make a good supplement to my private practice. It was a way to reach out to clients when I wasn't seeing some of you in person. It gave me a direction for my energy and my work during COVID that even though intended to benefit you, actually equally benefited me. It provided opportunities for discussions and session with you. It also was surprising and amazing to me that my words were being heard by people all over the world. I have listeners in Mexico, Canada, Germany, Italy, Russia, 
Australia, Croatia, and all over the United States. It was greatly humbling. And I so enjoyed discussing the weekly topics with some of you. For those of you who listened, thank you. And I hope you found a nugget or two, food for thought, something that helped for that day or that relationship. And even though I can't stand in front of you now, face to face, looking you in the eye and saying, thank you. I wanted us to have a healthy goodbye. And this is the best I could do. Have a week, no, (laughs) have a life filled with meaning and love.